name is Aria. Government major, English minor with a shiny bow on top. Welcome back to the Ways to Flourish podcast, where we discuss how to flourish through our challenges and elevate voices across William and Mary's campus. We are joined again today by Aria Austin, graduating senior, government major, English minor. The list goes on and on. One of many talents. Welcome back. Hello. Great to be back, guys. (laughs) And congratulations on your upcoming graduation. Thank you. It actually has finally hit me, which has stressed me out, but that's fine. (laughs) I'm really excited still. (laughs) How do you feel coming into that space? I feel like there's so many things to still get done. But I think when you're a senior, you have to kind of step back and prep all the other people that can finish the work for you that you haven't finished. That's kind of where I'm at right now. And we're in such a unique time right now. So looking back at the 2020-2021 school year, what are some of the ways that you've seen our campus community continue to flourish during these challenging times? I have seen so much compassion from the student body, from alumni, especially when it comes to people who are struggling during the pandemic and donation. I know the Heart Fund was created, I think, last year. And people that need help, students are ready to help. And I think that's a a major way that we've continued to flourish and help people throughout this time. And I also think adaptability is a way that Mm, we've continued mm. to flourish as well because students want to stay connected. And although they weren't able to be together in person for much of last semester, the semester before that, they still found ways to find meaningful connection over Zoom and to stay engaged. I know the groups that I am in have done that and just trying to remain a family no matter what happens. That's a major way that we've continued to flourish here. You know, I was thinking, because every year I hope with the move-in day, when you think back to your move-in day and your very first time you stepped foot on this campus to like right now, what are some of the most significant elements that, that you feel that the campus community has attributed to your personal like growth and development? I think, I, I feel like some of the most meaningful things that I've done since I stepped foot on campus are through the organizations that I have joined and I love singing a lot. That's a big part of my identity. My name literally is a song. Mm. So I joined acapella as soon as I stepped foot on this campus and they have become my second family. I am a part of the Kleptomaniacs and I've just done so much with them. I have lunch dinner (laughs) with them and we have so much fun and we study together. So that has been a meaningful way that I've been engaged here. And a lot of the people that are in the organizations I'm in do a lot of other things too. So they are OAs and they are RAs and they are part of other organizations. So just being able to cheer them on on campus too is really cool. Also being in syndicate too, I love syndicate, the hip hop dance team here. And the same thing, I love how multifaceted students are here. And I just love cheering them on and seeing them as a tour guide and being able to be like, oh my gosh, that's my friend. And everyone in the tour group's like, people here are so nice, but it really is genuine because I'm so excited to see my friends on campus. And I remember as an incoming student being a part of that tour and seeing students do the same thing. So I just made it a goal to keep that energy going because when people ask me what my favorite thing about William Mary is, I always say the people and that's... So true. And looking back, what are some of the touchstones that you have from your four years here? I think one of my favorite touchstones is going on tour with Macapella Group because Mm. we actually get to leave campus. Although I love Williamsburg, we get to go around the East Coast and sing at other places. And I remember my freshman year, you know, I'm 18 and I'm like, wow, I have this freedom now. And we went, we <laughs> went, ended up going to New York City to meet up with a group at Columbia University. And it was like midnight and we decided to sing on the steps of Columbia University. Mm. And we had 
this guy just come up to us and say, hey, can I can I just spit some verses over what you guys are doing? I think we're singing Falling by Alicia Keys. And there actually was a professor from Juilliard that was happened to be on that campus. And she was like, you guys are so good and keep what you're doing. Keep sharing music. And that just that's a memory that has stayed with me since I've been here. And I just love making that connection with people wherever I go. And also just being a member of the tribe. When you tell somebody you go to William & Mary, there's always someone else that goes to William & Mary. Like I remember going like on spring break, going to Charleston and I saw people from school in Charleston. <laughs> I thought that was really crazy. And people just get really excited when, you know, someone from William & Mary. So that's like some of the major touchstones for me here. Right? No, I'm actually curious because I used to work at a, a musical conservatory and I would like to ask, since you mentioned the stairs of Columbia, are there any places that you've just, whether it's a tunnel, uh, a corn silo, is there some place where you're like, oh my gosh, my most favorite place to have sung something was? My most favorite place. I think my favorite place to sing something has to be the echo wall that's next to James Blair. Because when you become a member of the Kleptomaniacs, you actually go to that wall and yell really loudly, I'm a Kleptomaniac. And then my freshman year, you probably hear it. Every yeah. <laughs> it's really loud. It's the, it's the little echo chamber yeah, in the, the Tyler chamber Courtyard. Yeah, the echo chamber in the Tyler Courtyard. And I remember my freshman year just standing in the middle of that circle and they sang a song to us right there. And that was just so beautiful. And I felt like I was home. Mm. Yeah. I love that positive exchange of energy. And like you had mentioned that legacy that you saw when you came in to take the tour. And, and that's really what you wanted to, a mark that you wanted to leave on campus at, at your time here, bringing that on. So as a senior class president, what legacy do you believe that the class of 2021 is leaving behind for, for William and Mary? I think the class of 2021 has been met with so many challenges. <laughs> And not even as students, but just existing as a person, especially in this moment that we are in, not only with the pandemic, but with a lot of things going on in our country related to social activism. So I think the class of 2021 is going to leave a legacy of standing up for what is right and standing in their conviction and speaking out for things that they don't believe is right, whether that is advocating for expanding pass-fail or advocating for changing the name of buildings or helping their friends or supporting BIPOC students or even being aware of things that are happening outside of our country and trying to raise money. Because I remember my freshman year um, in student assembly, I worked with SA to raise money for Hurricane Irma Relief. And there were other students outside of SA that also helped with that. And students are always willing to donate something and support people. So 2021 is definitely leaving a legacy of compassion and activism and trying to make the world a better place. And as you all are released out upon the world, what are your hopes for your class? I hope that we're happy. <laughs> I think that's mm. the biggest thing I could ever wish for anyone that you actually are doing something that you love. And of course it's not great entering into a recession, but I, I think if there are any group of people that were able to do it, it definitely is the class of 2021 because we have shown our resilience and I know that we're gonna be really good at whatever we do. And I feel like William Mary people always shine bright with no matter what they do. So I have really high hopes for us. We agree. And, you know, with the landscape, you know, there's the strong theme of activism right now that the class faces as they move out. What are some of the challenges that you expect your classmates will face as we move on? I think, I mean, the challenges that we do see is one, understanding the difference between accountability and, and actual justice also seeing that people aren't always going to agree with you. That is just something I have 100% learned as a student leader and trying to find a balance between things because I always want to believe that there's so much more to bring us together than to tear us apart. But of course, our country is extremely polarized right now. 
And it might be the difference between knowing what calling in means and calling out something it means mm. and really trying to find the common ground and have a conversation with people. I do think cancel culture is a problem. <laughs> and sometimes you do need to cancel people. I'm not going to lie. But I, I think more than often, there is a lot of ignorance that lies in our country because I, as a writing consultant here, I've noticed that there is an educational disparity across Virginia when people come in and not everyone learns the same or has been taught the same thing. So there's a lot of unlearning that many people in our country need to do right now. So we're going to be met with like, what do other people need to unlearn? What do I personally need to unlearn? Because I'm sure none of us are perfect and we have a lot of ignorance that has just happened. So I think those are things that's <laughs> really long-winded, but there are a lot of things that we're going to have to face out there and hopefully we'll be able to handle that. Now, you mentioned the social justice and the activism, and one of the lessons that we, uh, or guidelines we have in activism is take space, make space. So as you're leaving this space and other people are entering this space this fall for their move-in day, what is your message for that new incoming class of freshmen when they step foot on our campus? My message is to be open-minded, to be patient and to make connections if you can and when you can. And that doesn't necessarily have to be with your hall either, because I, I think a lot of students are like, and I personally felt bad freshman year too, being like, why am I not best friends with my hall? Oh my God. But I realized that that's okay because that's not everyone's story. Like know that everyone's journey is going to be different. And if you want to hang out with the cheese club and don't want to go to your <laughs> halls thing, that is completely fine. I also would say, explore like just don't stay here <laughs> if you can like actually go out into CW and look around do the events learn the history because there is so much history that surrounds us and there is so much to learn so I would also give them that advice too that's wonderful thank you so much Aria Austin for being with us today thank you so much for having me it was wonderful and as always, I want to thank my co-host sitting across the table for me. Always a pleasure to be here. I'd also like to thank our sponsor, United Healthcare, for the support of this podcast. Ways to Flourish is produced by Lindsay Heck, Brittany Emmons, Colin Cross, Jenny Hellmandaller, Ben Heath, Daria Moody, and myself, Eric Garrison. Still slaps. Still slaps. <laughs> <laughs>